You're listening to the podcast version of the Recruit of Talionis audiobook, book one in the Talionis series. I'm your narrator, writer, and host, award-winning author C.J. Malesi. Each week, we'll bring you further into the mysterious and dangerous dystopian world of Talionis and Bria's fight for survival. If you haven't been following along with us up until now, be sure to check out the previous episodes. Now, grab your favorite hot beverage and hold on tight as we dive back in. Chapter 26 I hurdle the last wall and race after my team to the next portion of the course. A shot rings out. I dive behind a fake bakery, those with me following suit. Aw, man! Bellin groans. Why are we always getting shot at? I'm not sure we want to know the answer to that question. Cade scans the last portion of the race. Bria, what do you think about doubling back and cutting through the alley over there and toward the church? I crouch next to him, eyeing the path he's suggesting. Cade sees pass through the bullets almost like I do, but whenever we're on the same team, he double checks with me before following the route he thinks will work. Where he really shines is in reading people. He always seems to know when someone's upset or if something's about to change in our routine. It's uncanny, but helpful. Looks good, I say. We should try to stay close to the shed on the left side of the church once we hit that point. Everyone agrees, and then we're taking the route Kate suggested. The past few days since I've returned from the ruins have been exhausting mentally and physically. My instructors seem to push me harder than everyone else, and despite Ari's attempts, we haven't been able to locate Storm. Ari thinks they're keeping her out of the system or in a floating file, whatever that means. All I know is she's somewhere in this city, and I can't go searching for her without risking both our lives. Kate is worried about her, too. I half expected him to hate me or blame me, but he doesn't. All he said about it is that he wishes he was more surprised. I crouch low, leading my team down the alley. At the end, I pause, peer around the corner, and put my fist in the air, signaling for the others to stop. They follow me without question through any kill zone now, whether it's on our way to a meal or in an obstacle course. Their trust makes me more cautious. Our route is clear. I give the signal to move and then race out of the alley toward the shed and through the church. We come out on the other side and hit the finish line. Before we can congratulate each other for getting through or find out what ranking our time came in at, Sergeant Valerius appears. Line up at attention with the rest of your unit for an announcement, he shouts. We jog to where most of our unit is and join the perfect lines, snapping to attention. After a few minutes, the last team to be sent through the course finishes, and they line up with us. Nika comes to stand beside me, jaw clenched. I can tell she wants to say something, but she stays quiet. Soldiers march the other five units over, and once everyone is in position, Sergeant Valerius and Laban climb onto a raised mat to address us. Your first evaluation will be in four weeks' time, Sergeant Valerius says. This evaluation will determine which squad you'll be placed in within your unit. Each unit will have five squads. The recruits with the highest ranking in the evaluation will be placed in squad one of their respective units. The lowest ranking recruits will be in squad five. Everyone else will find their place somewhere in between. Understood? Sir, yes, sir. From today until your eval, we are going to push you harder and train you to be the best you can be. Sergeant Valerius continues. 
Your schedules will also change. You'll begin training in hand-to-hand combat, weaponry skills, and warfare strategies. You will still have educational training once a week. Technical training will also continue for the next four weeks. After the evaluation, things will change. Your bands have been updated with your new schedule. Laban steps forward. Are you going to work hard, recruits? Sir, yes, sir. I can't hear you. Sir, yes, sir. The chant from the recruits is deafening, and it makes me nauseous that I have to say it with them, but I do. Good. Make us proud. Laban steps back. The last thing I want to do is make that man happy, let alone proud of me. But when Sergeant Valerius tells us to gather closer for hand-to-hand combat demonstration, I move with the rest of the recruits. I got shot three times in that kill zone. Nika hisses, three times. Please tell me you got hit at least once. I shrug and she rolls her eyes. She lets out a disgusted sigh. It's not fair that you and Cade were on the same team, she grumbles. For the next 20 minutes, Sergeant Valerius and two other instructors demonstrate several defensive techniques and a few attack maneuvers. Sergeant Valerius moves faster than I imagined possible, defending himself and using the momentum of his attackers against them. There's no hold they try on him he isn't able to break, and both of the other soldiers end up on their backs on the mat over and over. By the time the demonstration has finished, I almost feel sorry for the two guys. They disperse our units throughout the arena, and Sergeant Valerius breaks up my unit into small groups to work on the fundamentals of hand-to-hand combat. I end up in a group with Shane, Nika, Ari, and Balin. It doesn't take long before it's clear that Shane and Nika have the most potential in this area. They seem to understand what the instructor is telling them to do with very little instruction. The difference between the two of them is that Nika seems almost angry, and Shane looks like he's enjoying the praise from Corporal Mitz. After Corporal Mitz works us through a few different combinations on our own, he divides us into pairs to spar with each other. He puts Nika and Shane on a mat together, and Ari and Balin on another, leaving me to practice the series of strikes on the dummy available. Left jab, duck low, right hook, left jab, step back, front kick. The dummy shifts with each strike, then settles back in position. Want a partner? Matthias is suddenly at my side, a grin smearing his face. What are you doing here? Heat burns my cheeks. How long was he watching me before I noticed him? They asked some cadets who are skilled in hand-to-hand combat to come and help you guys train. He flexes, his bicep bulging, and winks. You know I'm good at this, so here I am. He gives a slight bow. At your service. My cheeks heat more at the reminder of watching him spar, but I glare at him. Can you please go bother someone else? I'd rather work with you, Bria. The way he says my name, the fact that he knows my name, makes me pause. Why? Because you clearly need the help, and I'm all about helping a pretty girl out. He wiggles his eyebrows. Is he flirting with me? Seriously? No. Averton, work with Matthias, Corporal Mitz shouts over. Now! I want to smack the pleased expression off Matthias's face. Wow, the corporal and I don't always agree, but I'm going to have to thank him for helping me out on this one. I roll my eyes. In a blink, Matthias has dropped to the ground and done several one-handed push-ups. Just warming up, 
He springs to his feet. Okay, now I'm ready. And by the time we're done, we'll be friends. Another stupid wink. What is with this guy? No, thank you. I'll work with you if I have to, but we will never be friends. I cross my arms. You're just like everyone else here with your agenda. I won't be part of it. Matthias steps close, his face dropping every trace of humor. Don't assume you know who I am. I shrug, but it's difficult. Something in his eyes catches me. You're from here. I know enough. Even as I say the words, the conviction I want to feel about them is marred with uncertainty. I turn back toward the dummy, hoping Corporal Mitz doesn't come back to confirm I'm obeying his order. I throw a jab, and Matthias catches it, his grip firm but gentle. No, you don't. I try to tug away, but he waits a moment before releasing my hand. His words rattle through me, and I almost want to believe him, but I can't. Right? Now, let me help you. A small grin reappears. Please. I swallow. He is persistent, I'll give him that. Fine. A full smile flashes. Great. Now, let's work on getting out of your attacker's hold. Matthias turns his back to me. Grab me from behind. I stare a hole into the back of his head. I am not voluntarily touching him. Any day now, Bria. Can't you just explain what I'm supposed to do and I'll work on the movements or something? He cranes his head around to look at me, eyebrows raised. That won't really teach you anything. You have to practice. He looks for it again. Now, grab me in a chokehold from behind and I'll break away. I let out a very audible sigh, but he doesn't appear to notice. I might as well get this over with. Stepping close behind him, I reach up, almost on my tiptoes, and wrap my arm around his neck. A split second later, I find myself flipped over his shoulder and landing on my back with a thud, onto the mat. Matthias reaches out a hand to help me up. I glare at him, shove his arm aside, and stand to my feet on my own. I can see I'm going to learn a lot from you. Matthias grins, unfazed. I'll grab you this time and work you through how to get out of it. I'm about to give an emphatic no when I realize Sergeant Valerius is watching us. Fine. Matthias grabs me from behind, his grip unyielding. He's too strong for me to get away from. Now. His voice is right by my ear. Start by elbowing me in the stomach. I happily acquiesce and I'm rewarded with a low grunt as he bends forward slightly. Not yet. I smirk. Oh, sorry. When I say, Matthias emphasizes, elbow me in the stomach and stomp on my foot. Then, when I bend forward, shift, leverage my weight over your hip, and flip me to the ground. Got it? I nod. Okay, try it. I do as he instructed and actually throw him to the ground. Maybe having his help isn't such a bad idea after all. Good. Now, try again, but faster. For the rest of physical conditioning, Matthias works with me through the maneuvers, correcting my positioning and movement almost every time I try to do something. I allow some irritation to show with each of his corrections, but by the time physical conditioning ends, I'm able to do much more than I could have if I was practicing on my own. Not that I'll ever share that with him. He might be somewhat helpful, but his easygoing manner doesn't fool me. There's no way I'll ever trust anyone from here. Sergeant Valerius dismisses us. Nice job, Matthias says. I'll see you around. 
He flashes another smile that I'm sure gets plenty of girls' attention, then saunters away. I watch him leave, unnerved. He's too nice to be from here. There has to be an angle. So, did you have fun with a cute boy? Nika asks, coming up next to me. He's annoying, I say. You can have him next time. This gets a laugh from Nika, and the two of us leave for our next training. Weaponry. I hope you're looking forward to continuing the story next week and finding out what happens with Bria and her friends. If you just can't wait, you can purchase the full audiobook wherever audiobooks are sold starting October 6, 2023. If you're on the hunt for other great books, discover more epic, clean, young adult reads on the Read Clean YA with CJ podcast. Recruit of Talionis was written and narrated by CJ Malacy, and I can't wait to continue this journey with you next week.